Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. That was the call on ESPN Radio last night. Mark Kestesher right here. On 7.30, the game. If anything important ever happens in the NBA, it happens right here on 7.30, the game. Bobby, Mark, and Molly, as we hang out with you here for the next three hours, and then it will be Charlotte 49er women's basketball tonight as the Niners are home taking on a UTEP. That coverage will actually start at 5.45 this evening. Coming up here on the show, you'll, we'll talk about LeBron and the NBA trade deadline is now just 24 hours away. Kurt Heelan will be with us from NBC Sports. At 4.15, Mike Monaco, he called the game last night between Wake Forest and North Carolina. So we'll get Mike's thoughts on his free throw calls and how he nailed them throughout <laughs> the night last night and that game as a whole. We'll get into that here in just a minute. Reggie Walker at 4.45, usual Wednesday visit with Reggie. You can text in 704-800-4827. That's 704-800-4827. Last night in Winston-Salem, the Wake Forest Demon Deacons playing host to the North Carolina Tar Heels, and it was just about, probably the was, the worst performance of the season for North Carolina as they were down over 20 at one point in time. Now they would score 60 in the second half, a lot late. They'd lose to Wake Forest by seven. And I know whoever was working with Mike last night tried to make it like it was this incredible fight by the North Carolina Tar Heels. That Debbie Antonelli. Uh, give me a break with that. This was no moral victory for North Carolina that the fact that, and you know, Huber Davis talked about that post game. You lose by one, you lose by seven, you lose by 25. It's still a loss. That was a pathetic performance from North Carolina last night coming off hard-fought game they I thought they played well against the Duke Blue Devils if they only shot more than three free throws maybe they could have won that game <laughs> but they didn't get to the line and to have that last night and we had our conversation of who needed the game more realistically you could have just gone whoever lost it needed that game more last night so kudos to Wake Forest and the job that they did last night and coming out on fire leading that game by 22 points but I thought that was the worst performance I have seen from a Hubert Davis squad last night in Winston-Salem. Look, we know this team can't shoot. We, we talked about this with Brendan Marks before the Duke game on Friday. They can't shoot. They still can't, they didn't shoot well that game. They didn't shoot well last night. That's to become expected. What's not expected is lack of effort, and particularly in the first half, there was no effort from North Carolina. Defensively, loose balls, you name it, the wake was, was beating them to the punch. And that's why you saw Hubert Davis keep this team in the locker room, what, half hour after the game was over? He's still talking to him. 
It's why you saw and heard Armando Baycott basically call them out after the game. Guys out. And this is, we, we, I, mean, I brought this up yesterday. This felt like a crossroads type of game for North Carolina. And here we are. We sit here after what we saw last night, and it's a crossroads. And they're going to go one of two ways. They're going to respond to this Saturday against Clemson, or they're going to go down a road where we're going to be looking to see what seeds are going to be in the NIT because that's kind of what they're looking at right now. Yeah, and I almost feel like I'm past that crossroads with the Tar Heels. There's no turning on, back? On this three-game losing streak. Yeah, the, the way that last night went. Uh, and Look, do I think Carolina could and will beat Clemson? Yeah, sure. Even though you're going to go down or you're going to beat the ACC Coach of the Year and Brad Brunell, maybe I should take that more into consideration in stock. Do I think they lose to Miami? Yeah, also to that for the Tar Heels. So my thought here on North Carolina is, and I mentioned this yesterday, eventually we have to get to the point where we realize the comparisons to last year probably should stop. And it's just not the same. And that's how I am with North Carolina right now. As I've moved on from a year ago, that was a great run, special for Hubert Davis, but it was a terrible loss last night. And I've said every game from here on out is probably going to be more important for the North Carolina Tar Heels. I don't think that could be any more true now, considering what this recent stretch of basketball has been, what last night was for the Tar Heels. And I'm kind of ready to wrap up any high expectations for North Carolina this season. Uh, John Gassaway, who we have on the show uh, during college basketball season, he's got his bubble watch, and North Carolina has moved into his work-to-do category in terms of the ACC, which actually where Clemson is as well. But he looks at this Heels team over the, the past three games. They've shot 22% from three. Last night was four of 18 from beyond the arc, and it was Love who made all of them. And Three of them, I think, came there in the final couple minutes of that game. They're shooting 44% on a twos and problem is when you look at that Carolina resume right now it, their best wins Ohio State which no that's not, not a good win <laughs> yeah. now yeah, I mean and look they beat NC State so maybe you could argue yeah. that that victory at home and, and we'll get the rematch later on this season for North Carolina so they got some things in front of them and this game coming up against Clemson will be massive for this team here is Hubert Davis post game on the locker room talk we have a long discussion a much needed discussion in the locker room and one of the things that I like to do is, is keep those comments with the guys in the locker room. Reason being, it's not that I don't want to tell you, but in order to move forward, it's best to talk to the people that you're moving forward with. And more, here is a short soundbite on Hubert on why the talk was needed. Because we're better than that. And we're better than this. Man, it's three straight losses. They look bad now doing it here in this Wake Forest basketball game. And I'll give you one more Hubert soundbite. I thought this one, it's a, it's a longer soundbite here. But it's Hubert Davis kind of talking about when he speaks to the team and what his message he's trying to get across. Every time that I speak to the team, I'm speaking to 30 to 40 voices. They're not just 18 the voices of families, the voices of friends, the voices of phones, the voices of agents, the voices of workout guys. And that's why then I tell them to turn down the noise from the phone, the family, and the friends. And that's why I give them Bible verses, like 
Proverbs 4.25 and tell them to ignore all sideshow distractions. Keep your eyes straight ahead because the people and the teams that are able to do that best are the ones that have a better chance of being successful. He sounds like a guy that doesn't know what to say anymore. That's, He's lost for That's telling right there. Up, you're having to talk to the family, like your message is not just for the guys in the locker room. Basically saying these guys are hearing from too many people outside. Too many, yeah. And this team, to what Baycott I think was saying as well, this team's yeah. just not at all together. No, and I tell you what, I tweeted this out at halftime last night. That I said, at least Hubert's got to be happy that they've shot more free throws than Wake Forest so far. And I never knew so many Duke fans would enjoy that tweet, but boy, they sure did. They ate that up and they, they thought that was hilarious last night. But no, this was not about free throws last night. This was, again, was about effort and just it not being there. And we'll see if this works. It can go either one of two ways. I guess we'll find out, start to find out on Saturday. Yeah, right. And like, and then I guess when is it, because I'm kind of past the crossroads, right? I've taken that fork in the road here for Carolina. And you are right. Like, Mark, if there were a time, it would be right now for North Carolina and having that crossroads. And you even go back to last year and what a loss did, what it gets pit, and then how this team responded. Look, you can draw some comparisons. Again, we're kind of over that, though. But like Saturday... Monday, at what point is there more of the, yeah, yeah, that's it. Like, is it, I mean, it's got to then be Saturday if you Saturday lose Saturday, they have to win. Yeah. After the, the speech, you hear yeah. from Hubert have the team meeting, locker room, and all and that stuff. Saturday do. is I think the, it's still winnable. It's definitely winnable. But, and then you have Miami, then you have State the following Sunday. I believe that that's what we talked about yesterday for their schedules. So it's like, man, I mean. I, you're getting to that point now where it's everybody is kind of putting that final nail in the coffin for the Tar Heels. Yeah, there's only two games you can look at and say that you know they, they should win, but they're both on the road. That's They go to Notre Dame on February 22nd, and they're in Tallahassee. And that is the, the week before they play host to Duke at the end of the season. Uh, now, the good news is most of these tough games are at home with Duke, Virginia, Miami, and Clemson. They do have to go to Raleigh to take on NC State, and that will be uh, next Sunday. Perfect weekend to go out of the way. You can go up and see Caps, Hurricanes outside. Maybe that's why that game's on Sunday. The excitement you know, I didn't think Saturday, about that. Yeah. Saturday outdoor right. game taking place with the Capitals and the Carolina Hurricanes. Speaking of NC State, they didn't really have to play last night. We've given them a pass. <laughs> it was a night and, off. And they, and they kind of showed they tweeted, it for the most part. Like that. As, uh, they lose 63 <laughs> 250 held to just 20 points in the first half its fewest in a half this season in fact nc state had zero bench points last night first time bench has been shut out this season they're the third acc team with zero bench points in a game this year never really made it a game twice in the second half cut it to nine but we're never able to get that bucket over that so disappointing loss mark i think for the wolf back but i'm not gonna hold it against them I'm not going to hold it against them as long as they take care of business Saturday at Boston College. That all that all is forgiven. But look, this is what Virginia does to people. They make you look ugly. They make you look bad. And they made State look bad last night. They completely took DJ Burns out of the game. Uh, they doubled him. They tripled him. Uh, he was flustered. Uh, Jarkel Joyner continues to struggle, and that's that is an area of concern. He has not played well now in two straight games. They need to get him going again because they are a different team when he's playing well. Uh, but it was a rough night, no, no doubt about it. Virginia's really good, especially at home. Not a surprise, but again, you, you can't follow this up Saturday 
with another egg laying uh, up in Boston. And yet, still not a free pass. Not a surprise, but not a free pass in my mind. And it wasn't a state loss. Like, it's not a state going to state, right, kind of loss against a very good team, like you guys say, and like we know, in Virginia. But now I'm like, I'm kind of back to they're going to state up eventually. Whether you stated up this weekend against Boston College or at one point in the NCAA tournament. Oh, something in the NCAA wow. tournament they do it? Okay. I think Mark would just be glad to be in the NCAA I, tournament. Exactly. I, I would First take off, that right now. It's been a while. So. And right now they should be firmly in the NCAA tournament. But we bet that Virginia's a really good team. Yeah. Has that been pointed out? Okay, uh, They're like, a top 10 team. Yeah, yeah. I just thought I would At throw home, that in there. Coming off a Virginia loss. Yeah. than everybody else in this you conference. Do, that's not true. If you say Clemson, Bobby. <laughs> Miami. That is where I would Miami's okay. a damn good basketball team. I know you don't team. like Jim Laranaga. I don't know really the reason no, why. I, I don't know why either. I just said yesterday, I'm like, I don't think I, know, I was a huge fan. I can't remember yeah, why. Just, I don't know. There's something. I mean, I'm he's not, not sure. on the level of like a Dave Doran to Molly or Matt <laughs> no, Brown. No, but no, 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 no. There just seems to be something held against the Miami Hurricanes. No, they but get I, credit. I would Virginia. put Miami and Virginia as the top two teams. And probably a solid gap right I think now. So. And that's where mm-hmm. NC State. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know if I can put Clemson. Yeah. I feel like Pitt there's exactly. a little yeah, bit more love Pitt, now. Pitt's... Now, they bought their team, but still. <laughs> right. I think Pitt's are yeah. uh, Connor. Is it Connor O'Neill? The writer up in yeah. 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 tweet last night. If, uh, man, if they would have bought their team, they would have won by 30 last True. night against the North Carolina Tar Heels. 704-800-4827. Uh, you can text into the show you heard there in the open. LeBron and his moment. I was asleep, but we'll still recap the moment next. Coming up here at 730 The Game.